The Zohar famously says that Shabbos minim misborchin kulu yoimin. The Shabbos blesses all the day of the coming week. Everything that happens in the coming week receives its bracha, receives its blessing from the Shabbos that precedes it. Now that's as far as everything that happens, and especially the special events or special dates, spe- special energies of this coming week, that come, they again receive their bracha from Shabbos. Now we talk about special dates and special events, typically we're talking about something that happens once a week or once a month or once a year. This coming week though, we celebrate and commemorate something that really happened only once every seven years. And that was the very special mitzvah of Hakhil, the mitzvah of gathering of all Klal Yisrael. In the time that the Beis HaMikdash was standing, the mitzvah was that on the Yom Tov of Sukkot, on the second day of Sukkot, which was the first day of Chalamayid, um, of the year after Shemitah, right? The Shemitah is the seventh year. And then right after that, uh, after the end of the Shemitah year, on the second day of Sukkot, the king would gather the entire Jewish people, men, women, and children, as the Pasuk says, men, women, and children, everyone would gather in the courtyard of the Beis HaMikdosh, and the king would read from them parts of the Torah that were all about strengthening their year of Shemayim, their fear of Hashem, and their service to Hashem. And that would happen again one time every seven years, the second day of Sukkot that comes right after the Shemitah year, which is what we have this coming week. Of course, this past year was a Shemitah year, and this coming week is Sukkot. Sukkot begins on, on Monday, so really it would be Tuesday, which was when Hakil was observed in the time of the Beis HaMikdosh. And if Hashem, uh, and Hashem should help, then Mashiach should be here already, and we'll have actual Hakil again this year on this coming Tuesday. Um, however, the Rebbe would say that even though we don't have a Beis HaMikdash yet, even until that time, every detail in Torah and, every, and definitely every detail of every mitzvah is eternal. And even if we can't do it in his most physical form, we're definitely able to connect to its symbolism, to its energy, to the best way possible for us at this time. So let's give a, a quick Hakhil idea. Something that's very uniquely different about this mitzvah from all the other mitzvahs in the Torah is that, as we said, it encompasses men, women, and children equally, everyone. We know there are many mitzvahs that are only for men. There are mitzvahs that are only for women. And almost all mitzvahs do not obligate children, right? Children are not considered a b'nei chiyuva. They're not considered people of obligation because they're not bar or bas mitzvah. And therefore, when it comes to all the mitzvahs, there's something called chinuch. We educate children, which is rabbinic. But the, the concept of a mitzvah, of a commandment for children, we don't have throughout the Torah. And here we have a mitzvah that places an equal obligation on all men, on all women, and all children, everyone together. And again, this is uniquely the only mitzvah like that. Why is that, and really, how can that be? How can there be a mitzvah, even on children, who typically cannot be held responsible for anything? So, let's give the answer to that from a halachic perspective, and perhaps an answer from an esoteric um, perspective as well. From a halachic perspective, the answer is very interesting, and that is, because this mitzvah is not on the individual. It's not something that's incumbent on every person, that they should come to the hakil gathering. The mitzvah was really foremost on the king, or on the high court, whoever has the ability to gather all the people. 
So the one who carries the brunt of the responsibility is not the individual, was never the individual. It's the king gathering everyone. He has to see to it that everyone gathers. So being that the king is the one who carries that responsibility, again, the king or the based in the high court, whoever it is, it's not the individual. So that's why it can include men, women, and children equally because, again, the individuals are not the one carrying the brunt of the obligation. And just to explain... Because a child can't carry the, the brunt of an obligation, a, a child can't be obligated, but the, the obligation is not on the child, it's on the king to see to it that everyone is gathered together, everyone comes together, and that's why this mitzvah, different than all the others, can equally include all men, women, and children. That's the answer from a halachic perspective. But to understand it um, from a deeper perspective as well, why is it that this mitzvah, different than every other, um, equalizes everyone? And the answer is because this mitzvah, as Rambam tells us, and other great Sfarim tell us, is all about strengthening the Yiras Shemayim, the basic uh, fear of Hashem, sp- strengthening the basic tenets of our amuna, of our faith, of our religion. Um, and what that really is, it's not a class it's not really about a, you know having a big shear, a big class about Yerushalayim. It's something much deeper, much greater than that. It's really about touching, revealing, awakening the essence of the soul of every single yid. The essence of our relationship to Hashem is not based on understanding. It's not based on emotion. It's something much deeper than that. We call it faith. We call it emuna. That's rooted in the very essence of the neshama, the soul of every yid. And when it's the king, the king who's the messenger of Hashem, and he gathers everyone in the base of Mikdash, the holiest place in this world, and this very holy time. It's at that moment that he's not so much teaching as much as he's inspiring, awakening, and revealing what we call the Pintalayid, the Etsem Haneshama, the essence of the soul of every Yid, bringing it to the fore, bringing it to its full revelation. And in that way, inspiring everyone to a much greater and deeper relationship to Hashem, a much greater and deeper um, appreciation and feeling of Yerush Shemayim, fear of heaven, and devotion and dedication to Hashem. When we get to that level of who we are, there's no difference between men, women, and children. The differences that we have is, is in details, is in under, levels of understanding, levels of feeling, levels of responsibility. These are all more external. Just like when it comes to the essence of life, there's no difference between people. Differences are one is stronger, one is taller, one is wiser, and so on. But in the essence of life, that's the same. One who's alive is alive. And the same is with the essence of our Judaism, the essence of our Yiddishkeit, the essence of our relationship with Hashem. In that level, there's no difference between wisdom, between age, between responsibility, between gender. There's no differences in what we call the etzem hayadus, the essence of Yiddishkeit. And being that Hakil talks to the essence of our Yiddishkeit, that's why it's this mitzvah, more than any other, that equalizes and brings everyone together at that amazing and momentous occasion where the Melech, the king, the emissary of Hashem, talks to Klal Yisrael in the Beis Amikdash and reads them these foundational parts of the Torah. As I mentioned before, the Rebbe says that even until Mashiach comes, the message of Hakil, the concept of Hakil, especially in the time when it actually happened, which is the days of Sukkot of this coming week, and then its extension throughout the year, which is called the Shnas Hakil, is an opportune time for all of us to tap into these energies and to try to create, to the best of our abilities, gatherings, gatherings of men, of women, of children, gatherings of Yidin all together, and all different types of Jews, every type of Jew, as the mitzvah of Hakil expresses, and try to awaken ourselves, awaken our friends, awaken those who we have 
any sense of um, any sense of ability to affect and bring them together in this year of Hakil, awakening our neshamas, rededicating ourselves um, to Hashem and to His Torah and to His mitzvahs in the spirit of this wonderful mitzvah of Hakil. May Hashem help that on this Sukkot we should celebrate Hakil not only in its spiritual form but in simple physical form in the Beis Hamikdash Ashlishi and the third Beis Hamikdash where the Melech HaMashiach, the King Mashiach himself, well, we the Torah for Klal Yisrael, fulfilling this great mitzvah of Hakil as Ha'om, Ha'anoshim, Vahanoshim, Vahatav, gathering us all together and rededicating us all to Hashem, to His Torah, and to His mitzvahs. Have a wonderful Shabbos and have a good Yom Tov.